Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Pastor Farina. Hi, this is Danielle. Thanks for joining us. We are in Proverbs 16, verses 5 and 6 today as we study through the book of Proverbs in our look at authentic wisdom. Verse 5 says, Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. By steadfast love and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for, and by the fear of the Lord, one turns away from evil. A couple of interesting words that jump out, obviously. Arrogant, which mm-hmm. the Bible says is an abomination to the Lord, which is a strong word that God is against it. And we need to know that he hates it, and it's a strong uh, warning and admonition against being an arrogant person, and we'll talk about that. And then... In the next verse, verse 6, the word that jumps out is the fear of the Lord, Mm -hmm. or the phrase, the fear of the Lord. So, interesting combination of thoughts today, and let's talk about first arrogance a little bit. Okay, so the definition I found is giving oneself an undue degree of importance, haughty, conceit, and self-importance. Um, and so this is it pride on steroids. Uh, yeah, I think it is, and and it almost comes with I think like in a, a an accusatory, not just pride, but also like you're sort of more accusing and condescending. Just, yeah, yeah, that's the good word. Yeah, and I but I and of course God is against pride, and pride yeah. comes before a fall, and we right. all know that pride is one of the uh, abominations that God has. So. An abomination, that's kind of an older word. That means extreme hatred, that he extremely hates it when we're arrogant because I think he's so worthy that that's not our, our it's not our place to elevate ourselves. It, he detests that. Yeah, it's a real strong word, yeah. abomination. And and arrogance is, a, is, is something that we really all need to guard against because mm-hmm. self tends to tend to pride and mm-hmm. pride will build to arrogance. And, you know, in, I was thinking as well, you gave good definition there. And, but I also want to kind of touch a a moment, you know, we live in a society and a culture where self-esteem has become Mm -hmm. a a buzzword and an important word. And Mm -hmm. I'm not minimizing it. We've got to be careful in the spiritual arena because we don't want to focus too much on self stuff. Right. Because remember, we're to die to self. Right. So we've got to balance that. Now, self-esteem is a good thing if it's not out of control or on steroids, as I mentioned, or it doesn't get too magnified. Uh, And in a world and in a society where self-esteem is important, I think we need to know that there is a difference between arrogance and confidence. Right. You know, we can be confident people we can even be proud of one another without being prideful or without being arrogant. And so I think of um, arrogance as being self-esteem, out of control, or extreme Mm self-esteem, where confidence would be self-esteem under control or balanced. Uh, You know, that's my favorite word. You know that. I see you smile (laughs) because 
Uh, that is, that's my favorite word. I think that's the wisdom of the Bible. It, it brings it into balance. You, you, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being feeling a sense of pride when we do something good, but yet not be prideful. Right. There's nothing wrong with having confidence, but not being arrogant to the extreme and not in balance. I think too, I made a note. It says that undue degree of importance uh, in self-importance, like we are important, but not undue. And we have to see that importance and through the lens of our identity in Christ. And, and when we understand who we are in Christ and who we are as his child, not even as his servant or as his ambassador, or as his worker, but first as his dearly loved ch child. And I love that in Ephesians, it's like we live a life of love as dearly loved children, that that love we have for others and to glorify him comes out of our position as children. But that identity in Christ is more than sufficient to give us the sort of the self, quote unquote, self-confidence that we need. And it's, it's even more secure than just trying to have confidence in ourselves because I'm going to mess up. I'm going to sin. I'm going to fail people. But Christ's love for me is never going to fail. Yeah, it's interesting that you tied in, and, and, and rightfully so, and it's a good point, tying in love to balance the arrogance mm -hmm. so that it is confidence and not out of control mm -hmm. or extreme. As a matter of fact, in the next verse, verse 6 is, by steadfast love and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned. So love is the neutralizer. And isn't it interesting, what did Jesus say? I just thought of this too. Love God with all your heart, but love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a certain measure of self-love, but self-love will keep you balanced from being extreme to pride and arrogance. And that's an interesting way to look at that. So we've got to look at ourselves and 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 balance that out. And the wisdom of, of Proverbs helps us to see that contrast. Yeah, and I think a remedy for arrogance is what we see in the verse 6. The fear of the Lord turns away from evil. So you got the love of God on one yeah. side, and you got the fear of God yeah. on the other side. Those two pillars mm -hmm. will keep us balanced. Yeah. Like the weighted scale, yeah. it'll keep us even there, and that's good. And the fear of the Lord is, is you know... It's something that we can misunderstand. Yeah. It, when it says the fear of the Lord, it doesn't mean we're afraid of God. You know, we've got to be careful. There are some people who think God's out to get them. Like God, 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 yeah, yeah, God's, yeah, God's a lightning bolt kind of God. He's against us. You know, He's the author of bad things. Mm -hmm. He sends bad things to us when we, uh, and and God's looking for us to put our hand in the cookie jar to slap, slap our it, hand, yeah. and now, that's that's the furthest thing from the truth. It's not to be afraid of God, it's to be in awe of God. Mm -hmm. And awe is that sense of wonder and reverence. And I like to define the fear of the Lord as reverence mixed with wonder. Yeah. We, we, we respect and fear God enough, but yet we're, we're, we're um, excitedly amazed mm -hmm. about him as well. And that's the balance, again, of the fear of the Lord. Just like we need to balance the other truth. Yeah, I often imagine myself sort of standing before the Lord. He's the king of the universe. He's the creator of all of this. And he cares for me. He loves me. He daily cares for my bird. Like, it's it's amazing that the creator of the universe loves us. And that is helpful for me to have this fear of the Lord. And, and it's Proverbs all throughout says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and it's even ancient wisdom. Socrates says wisdom begins in wonder and I think that's what it is when we have this awe, this reverence, that gives us humility 
And that's when, when we're humble, that's when we can learn. Last week we talked about rewiring our brains and renewing our minds and learning. When, we, when we're humble, we can learn and be transformed. If I come into something, if I come into church on Sunday, if I come into a classroom and I'm like, I already know this. That's that's not pride. That's an arrogance. I'm not going to learn. I'm not going to be transformed. But when we have reverence and humility and awe before the Lord, we're willing to we understand and acknowledging our proper position before him. Let's be honest. Our, our society has lost respect mm-hmm. and reverence for a lot of things. Yeah. The, the law and, you know, people and life mm-hmm. and so many different things. There's been a... People yeah. just, you know, I remember we have a man who used to come to the church. He was in organized crime for a lot of years, and and then God mm-hmm. tra- dramatically changed his life. And he used to tell the story that even when he was a crook, he wouldn't rob a church. You know, they. In matter of fact, <laughs> right. one of the new guys on their in their gang of criminals uh, stole something from the church, and he made them break in the next night to put it back <laughs> because that's. He said there was a certain matter of respect. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, we've lost respect for a lot of things in, in, in our society today. And perhaps most importantly, we've lost respect for God mm-hmm. and reverence for God. People don't aren't in awe of God. Right. They're not, they don't think about the wonder of he created the universe. Mm-hmm. Now it's, 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 you know, it's all about me and self. Right. And, and we've lost that reverence for God. And the fear of the Lord is not only the beginning of wisdom. The Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord prolongs life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fear of the Lord brings riches and honor and long life mm-hmm. to our, our life. Uh, the fear of the Lord is such an important thing. As a matter of fact, if you look at the book of Acts in the early church, you know, we've always used Israel in the Old Testament mm-hmm. and the church in the New Testament to kind of be our examples. And if you look at the early church, it says in Acts 9.31, it says the churches throughout Judea and, and the region had rest, that is, they had peace. They were edified, that is, they were built up. They increased or grew, living in the fear of the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord was that ingredient. You know, I, I remember one time my wife was away and I wanted to make her brownies uh, for my kids. This was a yeah. long time ago. And I... Didn't have the recipe, but I knew the basic things, and I put it all together. But I forgot one ingredient. We didn't have any vanilla extract mm-hmm. in the house. <laughs> Cocoa without vanilla. <laughs> and so so what I did was I thought, you know what? What's one ingredient? No big deal. And I didn't run out to the store and get it. I just made it anyways. They looked like brownies. They smelled like brownies. And when they came out, they just didn't taste like brownies. <laughs> right. You know why? Because that one ingredient. And mm-hmm. I believe that the one ingredient that the early church had that I think we're missing to a great degree today, which I believe we can still have and is mm-hmm. still there, is the healthy fear of God, mm-hmm. where we have that reverence and fear of God. Acts 2.43 says that when they feared the Lord, signs and wonders were done by the apostles. Acts 5.11 and 12, when the fear of the Lord, signs and wonders took place. And so when we have that in our individual lives, mm-hmm. when we have that in the church, and then, interestingly, Ephesians 5, 21, uh, talks about husbands and wives, and it says, submitting ourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. Husbands are to love, wives are to respect, but he says we're both to work together in the fear of the Lord. That's really good. And that's the ingredient that keeps the love and the respect together, and 
I think our marriages will be healthy because of the fear of the Lord. So it's such an important thing that we don't think about. Right. You know, all you need is love. I need more money. I need mm -hmm. more wisdom. And those are all. But the fear of the Lord is a key ingredient that helps us. One last scripture, Proverbs 33, 8 says, Let all the earth fear the Lord and yeah. stand in awe of him. That's, good. that's the definition and that's the key ingredient. I, I That's really good. I love those thoughts on the fear of the Lord. And I... I don't know a way to sort of increase our fear of the Lord other than to Psalm 46, to be still and know that he is God, to, to gaze on him, to, to think about, to contemplate who he is, his goodness, his worthiness, um, and, and to look at the word. And I think we just have to, we have to take the time. Yeah, that's the key. I think we have to think, just like you yeah. said, we have to think about God in order to build a fear mm -hmm. of the Lord. We have to see God in everything. Yeah. When, when we look at the moon and the stars yeah. and think, we've got to see God in that. If He's we don't author. see God in it, then there's no fear there. Right. And then the other thing is not only to think about God or to see God in everything, I think we need to involve God yeah. in every area that's of our, good. when we involve him then we take and value his opinion. Well, this is what God says about mm -hmm. that. It's not just my opinion or CNN or Fox News's right. opinion. It's not just what society says. What does God say in his word? And when we value and involve him in mm -hmm. what does God want for my family? What does God want for my marriage? What does God want for my work? Mm -hmm. What does God want for my finances? Right. When we involve God in those areas, that develops the fear of the Lord. So important and, and not talked about much today right. because we're afraid mm -hmm. to talk about the fear of the Lord because people will be offended or they'll they'll, right. they'll they'll take it the wrong way or they will misunderstand. But it's such an important and look the well, enemy it's a clear absolute standard. And it's the opposite mm -hmm. of what society and what the enemy wants for our life. Mm -hmm. We we were just talking prior and um we'll close with this uh with this thought, uh, Jim Baker, who, and some people may not know, it's been right. a long time, who was the founder of PTL and, and uh, built this amazing ministry there and then fell tragically, got involved in sinful things and wrong things and went to prison. And, and mm -hmm. some know the story, others don't. The point is not about him, but mm -hmm. he was interviewed after coming out of prison and later on, and someone asked, a reporter asked him the question. He said, when did you stop loving God that you fell into these bad patterns and did these things and your ministry failed? And he said, it, I never stopped loving God. I stopped fearing God. Mm -hmm. And boy, what a powerful statement. We could learn from his mistake that people don't stop loving God, but we do stop fearing him. Mm -hmm. We lose that edge. Yeah. We lose that 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 fear factor in our mm -hmm. life that that says, "Wait a minute, I'm not going to cross over this line." Wait a minute, that's my wife is not just my wife; she's God's daughter, yeah. and I've got to be careful how I speak to her, what I say, what I do. We we lose that edge, and we lose that awe and that that reverence and respect mm -hmm. for life, for people for God. Yeah. And that I think is a real key to victory in our lives. Great wisdom from Proverbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's pray. Lord, we come before you and we humble ourselves before you. We thank you that you are God Almighty, that you are the creator, uh, not just of this world, of this universe, of our lives, of our hearts, of our lungs, of the stars, um, of the seasons and all of the things that work together in our world. And I pray that you will teach us what it means to fear you. I pray that you will show us and point out to us moments throughout our day when we can 
be still, even if it's just for a moment or if it's for a half an hour, to be still and know that you are God and then you will be exalted, that we will have a proper understanding well, the best we can in our limited capacity of who you are, but that you will increase uh, both our love and our fear of you, and that that will keep us from so much sin um, between your love and the fear. And we thank you that you give us both. You give, you give us love, and you are so worthy to be feared. And so I, I pray that we will walk and live in that, and then in that we will share that that gospel, that good news with others in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.